had this whole plan. I had this whole show planned out, Leo. Oh, we're going to talk about David Griffin's contract extension. We're going to really dive into it. And we then my phone started to blow up. What's that? We can still do that. Oh, we're still going to do it. Don't worry. Don't get me wrong. But then my phone oh. started blowing up. <laughs> and it's Zion Williamson crashing Gilbert Arenas' live podcast. And Zion said a lot of things. Um, though the one quote I'll say, and I'm sorry, I'm a little, I'm a little off right now. Uh, presented by Birdsall Law Firm. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Official injury lawyers of Propel's talk. Uh, Christian Clark just tweeted this out, and I, and I quote from Zion Williamson: "There are a lot of things I could have done better. I didn't. I'm in the process of fixing those things." From Ryan Loves Pels, who used to be Ryan Hates Bagels, Zion was just live on Gilbert Arenas' podcast and essentially said he is ready to hoop. He talked to Coach K and said he could have been doing things off the court better, and he's in the process of righting those wrongs. He also said he's following LeBron's health blueprint now. Jake Hardy, Pelicans by Jake. Shout out Jake's my guy. Zion says his focus this offseason is getting in more flexibility work to keep him on the floor next season. Gilbert Arenas... Also on the podcast, Lito says how happy he looks, how good he looks, how he's in shape. Things you want to see. Thoughts? Well, I just watched this 10 seconds ago. So um, from, from, a, from a Pelican standpoint, I think this is what you want to hear, especially uh, uh, if you're a fan of the team. This is what you want to hear. This is the this is the wave that you want your your max player to be on. Um, the best player on your team, generational talent. This is what you want to hear from him. And you know, I like the fact that he was honest. He was asked a lot of questions about a lot of different things, a lot of aspects that have been his Achilles heel so far, his short career. And I and I and I and I appreciate him answering them honestly. Let me take a step back. I appreciate him even pulling up. I don't know how he got to the podcast. I, I have no clue. All I see is the clips from shout out to Jay Hardy. You know what that shows me, Lito, is that he's confident in himself. He doesn't just randomly show up places, you know? Like when does he ever like besides like you know going like the yeah, go heels and crashes like sometimes plays like the three on three, four and four outside with like the kids and stuff. But he ain't never done this, and he looked, he sounded confident. He looked good. Now listen, some of you listeners who watch the show regularly, listen on uh, Apple or Spotify, you could, be, you could just say, "Yeah, we said this last year. We did, but you never really saw Zion in the off season last year uh, until he showed up for training camp. This one was different." Um. I don't know. I'm just excited to see him. Look, man, he says stuff. You know, he was asked about his relationship with food. And uh, I mean, he was he was upfront. He said uh being a young millionaire, having what it feels like endless money, you you tend to, you know, like it's hard to control yourself, man. Twenty two years old. Um, 21 at the time, I think, and the world is your oyster, and you are just kind of like doing whatever you want to do, um, food wise. And you know, 
being young, you could always get back in shape. Um, and to hear him say that he's now following uh, LeBron's blueprint was was um it was good to hear. You know, I've I've been saying countless times. I think this season coming up is a season where you're you're gonna see a different Zion Williamson, and and I feel like I've said that since. I want to say everything swirling around him started. I think yeah. that he's going to have a chip on his shoulder and he's going to come in differently. So to hear him say that. And you hear you hear him say that. And then you heard Trey Murphy say yesterday um, at halftime how he has, once again, a chip on his shoulder and that he's been talking with Z and that he's in a good headspace and things like that. And then you had Larry Nance again today on Twitter. If you haven't seen the tweet, Larry Nance defending Zion Williamson I think NBA Central tweeted something out like Zion Williamson doesn't want to do a floater or like a mid-range jumper, and it's like, what the fuck? Nah, it was Rick Rick, Rick Buecher. Sorry, was- it was. I'm sorry, NBA Central. NBA Central had reposted what Rick Buecher said, uh, who said that Zion Williamson doesn't want to um, learn how to do a floater or a mid-range jump shot when you've seen him work on it. We've seen him work on it pre-game at practice. You've seen it in a game, so it's just a bunch of bullshit. But once again, Larry Nance on Twitter, comes to his defense. Trey Murphy last night. Now you have him pull up to Gilbert Arenas' podcast. He's starting to make more and more appearances. Those are the things you want to see. Zion was in Paris, what, a couple weeks ago with Luke and Tatum. Um, after the whole after the whole situation, we don't have to go into it, and then the endless tweets from, I'm not going to say her name. Um, Live on location. It's just nice to see Zion. It's nice to see him happy. And you have former NBA players saying he looks good. Now, it's just words. I need to see actions. But, Lito, it's a good thing. Listen, man, I, again, I, I I understand if anybody feels differently, you know, they feel like they feel like they heard this before. Absolutely. That's a very fair critique. It is. And I'm also with you. Like, I've said multiple times for me, it's going to be difficult, but this is my last year of the bullshit. Yes. This is this, it. This is, this is my, this is my um, white flag on, on, you know, the Zion experience experiment. But if he's going to be mature and – sorry, I had to plug my computer in before he died. Uh, if he's going to be mature – and actually live up to the live up to the the expectations live up to the hype then that's a whole nother Zion. I got one thing to say though for 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 you move on yo Zion should have been invited to Zion should be on team USA but we don't know if he declined it or not declined it yeah cuz i know they don't have yeah damn i was going to say something i was going to coach sip shout out coach sip uh he tweeted like if you get flexibility in Zion Williamson, um <laughs> you might get 60, 65 games out of him. It's all in the pause. It's all in the hips. It it, <laughs> it really is. It, it's all in it, the hips. Um that was uh I'm excited about that. That got me really excited. And then Schmidt just came out and said a lot of honesty from Zion and says he's in the process of trying to fix past wrongs. Oh, that's what I want to say. Reaching out to Coach K. We talk about this all the time. How, why don't we ever see Zion reach out to players, you know, former team or whoever? 
Well, he's reaching back out to Coach K, who's obviously he's very comfortable with. And it seems like him and Coach K had a pretty uh, brutally honest, is what he called it, conversation. So that's great to hear. Um, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's different. Because if he's different and Zion comes back with a healthy Brandon Ingram, the team's pretty good. Um, okay. Why wouldn't no. he? No, go ahead. No, why, go ahead. Why, why wouldn't he? Why wouldn't he have? Re- like, why? Why would he lose? Oh, I, I don't know. I'm assuming. Why would he have lost communication with Coach K? Why? Why would this be well, a, th- a thing that he's just reaching out to the guy who man, put him in the I, NBA? It's a good question, but man, he's had a. Let's think about it ever since Duke, what's happened? And not only just to him, just the entire world, right? You have a pandemic, which no one knows what's going on. That's year one. Um, tears this meniscus before the pandemic. Year one goes into the bubble. Year two, Stan Van Gunny still kind of pandemic year. Year three, SVG gets fired, breaks his foot during the summer. Yeah. Doesn't play a game all year. Has to go back to Portland. Just a whole shit show. Then comes back. CJ McCollum calls him out. Year four comes back. Focused. Ready to go. 29 games. Going off. Hamstring. I feel you. But check this out. It sounds like excuses. I know. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, in a basketball world, basketball players continue to do the one thing. And that's play basketball. So if you felt comfortable at a certain place or with a certain person, I don't know why you would not continue to get. Can I ask you this? Yeah. Do you think Zion was mature enough to reach out to Coach K, or do you think maybe he was kind of embarrassed or shy or didn't want to talk about things? Because I listen, I coach a lot of kids. I coach a lot of them from thirteen to seniors, and a lot of them you see them like their first couple of years, they don't really talk. They don't really say anything. Then like you start seeing them comfortable like sophomore, junior, and then they eventually turn to a man senior year and things like that. I'm just saying Zion was kind of young in the league, and maybe he maybe he was embarrassed to reach back out to him. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel like, regardless, before you reached out to anybody, I feel like Coach K was his his voice even before he got drafted. I remember Coach K saying that, um, you know, you know when the when the pictures when the 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 smoke about him being overweight started and coach K said basically he's he's not been playing basketball because of his priorities to being a first round pick and going here and going there. So he was defending Zion from day one. So I don't know, but I I do understand things happen and I'll take your excuses. That's fine. At least we're seeing some maturity. I agree. I mean, I'm, look, so I'm it's happy. a positive. But I'm, I'm listen, I'm with you. I don't think you're wrong. I'm just saying maybe we gotta think about it in his head. I don't know, you know? I listen, I believe a lot of things. I believe. I believe. I but this believe is Zion's this gonna is have it. a good season. This is the last year. No bullshit. No bullshit. Yep. Presented by Chris Smith of Ladder and Bloom, one of the top realtors in New Orleans for a free marketing valuation of your property to book a property tour or to talk real estate. Give him a call at 504-231-2004. All right, let's get into it. David Griffin. Christian Clark came out um over actually on Sunday. Um, and Yo, why they couldn't get Zion on the chair? No more. No, no more. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Christian Clark came out. How am I supposed to continue the show with that? Uh, Christian Clark gave, written, wrote an article saying that David Griffin had been extended. Uh, did not give years. Did not give dollar amount. Um, don't have to. And said this happened in the spring, which I thought was interesting. 
But Lito, let's let's just ask this question right here. Did Griffin earn an extension? Did he deserve it? Justin, that's a loaded question. There's so much nuance to that question. Did, okay. Can I play okay? You know what? Can we let's let's do the devil's advocate thing? Let me be devil's advocate. I'm not calling Griff the devil, by the way. Um, Justin, why wouldn't Griff deserve an extension? <clears throat> well, why wouldn't he deserve one? Yeah, I mean, back to the whole thing. I feel like the whole like thought of this entire podcast is excuses, right? I mean, it's pretty easy to say. Mm-hmm. That Griff has not had a fair shot at it. Mm-hmm. He has had Brandon and Zion play like 80 something games in four years. Is that Griff's uh, fault? What's that? Is that Griff's fault? That's Is their Griff's unavailability fault. Griff's fault? That's not, it's not Griff's fault. And this is where I think, as you said, it's a loaded question, right? Because his first move as president of basketball operations, once he got Trajan and Swin in, um, just bang the shit out of my knee. Um, did you hear that? Golly. Uh, his first move was to trade Anthony Davis. And if we go back and you look at that trade and you get Lonzo Ball, Branding, Josh Hart, and all these picks for Anthony Davis, I think you still think you would think it was a good trade. Now, has it panned out to be? Uh, it's, I mean, like, AD's got a ring in the bubble. I don't know if you count it or not. And they just went to the Western Conference Finals. The Pelicans haven't gotten past the first round. Um, so, but you have Brandon Ingram out of it. So there's that. Then it's like the coaching stuff. I think he missed. Like he controls the coaching. Okay, you didn't want Gentry. That's fine. You got in there. They won your guy. Whatever. You All right, hold on. Can I stop you right there? I don't want. I don't want to get too. I don't want you to get too far because I have. I have quite. I have remarks about the statements that you're making, and I wanted. I, I don't want to forget what you're saying. Okay, go ahead. Is that fair? It's fair. All right. So check this out. Yes, SVG. Some may say I hired the wrong coach. Right. That wrong coach got your superstars to play the most games they've ever played mm. in this franchise. Mm. Wow. So with that being said, how exactly did I hire the wrong coach? And I'll give you this. As far as the the uh gentry extension, sure. That 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 made that was an overpay, that was an oversight. But if you think about it like this, this franchise has never had stability. You had somebody in a in Elvin who everybody was comfortable with. He was a player's coach and bringing in a young talented Zion Williams and a Brandon Ingram who has who hadn't had stability in his career either, along with Lonzo and Josh Hart. I, I think that some would say that Gentry may have uh gave his best effort, maybe not coaching wise, but he ingratiated himself to the players. I also want to say throughout that whole entire process, I went and I did find your coach of the future in Willie Green. I vetted multiple times. I vetted Willie Green so much so that I passed on his first opportunity to be our coach because I wanted to be sure that he was our coach. I would also like to say, I would also like to say about Willie Green, he's also, he has, he has 
many things that people say Elvin Gentry has as far as being a player's coach and as far mm-hmm. as being a leader in a locker room, a good, a good human being, so to speak. So, not so nose guy. Not, a, not, not yet, but I am now currently letting Willie hire his own coaches to be on his staff and to help him with the X's and the O's. We get it. Young head coaches don't have X's and O's, you know, for it takes a while to get in the NBA level. Look at Monty Williams, his first run here. You know what I'm saying? He 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 got fired. <clears throat> Monty Ball was a thing. I remember third quarters of Monty Williams. But and what about like a guy like Steve Kerr? Right? Did, did he just inherit gold? Right? I mean, because, shit. Uh, listen, I, I know. I know. You got still, the you best shooter of all time. You got two you, of the best shooters of all time. But you have you still have to. I I understand that. I feel like we're going off the rip, but I have to say this because like you have to at least give the coaches credit for exploiting that those are those two guys you were the focal point and putting in a blueprint sure and i feel like everyone's like oh i could have just done that i could have coached steph curry and clay thompson no you couldn't because well, there's schemes and shit to this well listen steve kurt was a shooter he would understand how to operate within the mind yeah. of a shooter how to get a shooter and he played under he played on the two greatest coaches of all time and phil jackson and uh greg popovich some would say that steve her had a cheat sheet I don't I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, what did Willie Green have? Willie Green was under Willie Green for one did not have Steve Kerr's experience. He was a he was a grinder. Um uh he was under Alvin. He was under Steve too. So, you know, Willie 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 has Okay. He, he's been under good leadership as far as coaching. Okay. All right, look, you know what? You made your point. I, I'll go with you on there. Okay, that's fine. Can now, we talk yeah. what what? No, what? I was just gonna say so so as far as because I, I think at some point you're going to go to roster construction and moves that I made, right? Were you going to go there next? No, I was gonna I was gonna visit the Drew Holiday trade and then the um his first draft class. Okay, that's fine. And I'm not saying that Griff is deserving or not deserving. I just think that there's a, there's a, there's been a lot of things that's happened for years. Right? I just so want to talk it out. I just want to communicate. as human beings. You know what I'm saying? Like I just. I just I just wanted to talk it out because sometimes you you have you know should he get a should he get it yes and then should he get it no but if I'm saying no I'm just trying to I just want to I just want to talk the whole thing out you know that's, what totally fair. that's what we're here for thank you Justin. Um, you're a good man you're a good man uh, Drew Holiday trade Drew Holiday goes to the Bucks Pelicans get Stephen Adams and Eric Bledsoe and George Hill two future first round picks. Uh, from Milwaukee and could swap two additional first round picks. What would you grade that trade today? And I know Drew wanted to, and I know Drew asked out, but he asked out the right way, unlike Anthony Davis. What about that trade? Hey. Hmm? Hey. What you mean? Yo, we still have those picks. True to the Bucks was an A? You think it was an A? Listen, do you remember Eric Bledsoe? He kept the wrong player. He kept what? He kept the wrong player. He could have, he should have supposed to George Hill. He, to keep George Hill. he kept the wrong player. I he literally just wrote that down and kept the wrong player. But it's an A based on, it's based on two things, right? I'm going to tell, tell you why. It's an A based on, you literally looking at this unfolding in real time in Portland right now, right? You got your franchise, you got the guy who gave your team stability, who brought them to, a couple playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Who was who's 
beloved by the community. And that man asked for he asked out in the in the right way, right? So what do you do? You grant him his wishes and you put him on a team where he can succeed and win a championship, right? You never heard Drew come out and say anything bad about Griff because of that situation, right? So for me, like you saw how important he was to this community, and you you could have fucking yo, you could have sent him to Toronto, you could have sent him to the Clippers, you could have the Clippers not a bad team no more. Uh, you could have sent them, you could have sent them to Charlotte, you could have sent them to Charlotte, right? Where JJ gets sent to Dallas, that's actually not a bad place to go. That's what, remember when he pissed off JJ out the trade thing. Yeah, but JJ JJ ruined his own value. With yeah, JJ was an asshole. But I'm not like JJ now. Shout out JJ. No, 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 no. And it's not even. I'm not even saying he was an asshole. I'm saying he wasn't doing the one thing he was in the NBA to do. I can't trade you to a team if a team does not want you because you're not doing the thing that you should be able to do. Yeah. How could how can I move you? I, Secondly. I Hold on. Secondly, you still have those picks. You still have those picks, and you we have, still have the Lakers picks. We're not doing anything with them. But that's based, the problem. What I'm saying is based on the cachet of the the war chest of picks. Based on how the trade played out, it was favorable favorable for a player that this fan base loves. I don't know what would you give it. Not an A. I mean, I dude, I think it's not. It's not. It's the Eric Bledsoe thing for me because I don't. Know, he I, kept I the. He ke- all right, all right. Hold on, hold on. Let's talk. Let's talk. That's this when out. he screwed up. Let's he talk this out. There. Let's talk this out. Let's say he traded Eric Bledsoe and kept George Hill. What would you give? For a guy that asked out, knowing that like he went to Griffin's, like I need to get out. Um, damn. I just you don't think Drew could have. I feel like Drew could have hauled more. Mm. Drew Holiday? Oh, no more. <laughs> you should, all right. That's fine. That's fine. I'm just but saying, hold up. I, why, why should Drew Holiday why, why should Drew Holiday get more? You don't think you get a better play than Steve? You don't no, think you get a better play than Steve Adams? Or but, he, but he got, it was the picks. It was the picks. The picks were the valuable. Oh, okay, and okay. I'm saying that based on okay. if you're if you're looking at what OKC is doing right now, they literally are doing what Griff was doing. So then this is you know what we can't grade this. We can't grade it yet because it hasn't been it has not filled out. Because actually, what I also left out in the Anthony Davis trade, he did get Herb Jones and Dyson Daniels out of that. I didn't even get a chance to talk about that trade, but um, in my defense, I'd like to say defensively that I yes so. Okay, let's talk about it. Steven Adams, I did get Steven Adams in that deal, right? So the Bucks have acquired Drew Holiday. It's a 14 deal. They add Drew Holiday and Sam Merle for exchange for Eric Blesso, George Hill, three future first round picks, and two additional pick swaps. Right. So yeah, some of this trade is in the future. I will say that I will say that Griff has I will you know what? Let's say this. Griff is a very creative GM as far as offseason deals free agency and trades you cannot I wouldn't get him free agency i wouldn't get him free agency i definitely give him trades though because and i'm not that's not a knock on him because new Orleans is just not a destination Hold on. free agency you signed jose alvarado right he was an undrafted free agent correct okay. okay god you're being technical tonight very very not like you but go ahead he's you signed jose for i don't remember what he got he got four years like six mil what was ej liddell this summer He's he got a, three years. No, no, no. Years. But I'm saying he was on a two-way, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
Was he? He was. Okay. So you, 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 you signed you sign EJ Liddell for a very team-friendly deal. For a player coming off injury, I feel like it was team-friendly for me because I, I feel like he's he based on what he was drafted for, he's better than that contract. Mm-hmm. All right. You signed Najee for – I don't remember what he got. Minimum stuff. You, okay. I mean, you, you just said Najee's got to be the 14th best player on the team. I mean, this guy's not like – Yeah, guy's but, top seven. but I'm saying Garrett Temple was making more than Najee, right? <laughs> Garrett Temple's making more than Trey. Okay, so cool. So if Garrett, so if Najee's the fourth best, fourteenth best player on the team, I'm not tripping over that. Okay. Can we can we move on to Herb Jones? Players? Herb Jones just signed. Uh, I'm not. That don't count. That don't count as signing the player. I know too much information. Um, can we go to a good trade? Good trade. Yeah, we we could. Steve well, let me say this. Hold on, hold on before you do that. Wait, no, I'm playing devil's advocate. You got to let me get my shit off. I'm being a defense attorney right now, comrade. Listen, hear me out. Griff, while I did acquire Steven Adams in that trade, I evaluated Steven's performance next to Zion, next to Brandon, next to... Lonzo and Eric Bledsoe? Lonzo, Eric Bledsoe, right. I I, I view I reviewed the tape. I watched the film, and you know what I found out? I didn't like the fit. Not a good fit. Okay, good that's, fit. That's, a, that's a perfect transition. Thank you. That's a perfect transition. I knew what you was about to do. You're fucking smart, man. So, <laughs> so they trade Griff trades. I don't have the full trade in front of me. But Bledsoe and Adams. Adams goes to Memphis. They also swap the picks, correct? Mm-hmm. Pelicans gets JV, then the Grizzlies select. What's his name, Leo? Uh, Zaire Williams. Zaire Williams, and the Pelicans get Trey That's Murphy. Scary, I remember that. That's crazy, dude. They got JV and Trey Murphy in that trade for Steven Adams, who was okay for. He's been fine for Memphis. Williams, who has been nothing, and they get Trey Murphy. JV and they get off the Bledsoe contract. That was probably his best trade. I'm speaking as David Griffin from here on out because I don't I don't want to I want to I want to advocate for myself as, as good as I can. All right, all right, you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. All right, cool. I didn't like the fit that Stephen Adams had. Well, that's where we that's where we last left off. Right. So I did what I did. The big man before him that I didn't like the fit of either. I got his ass out of here. Send him on the first thing smoke to Music City. I don't know if Memphis is, I don't I don't care what they are, but I'm just saying. So I like to say this is what I like to say, right? We draft Desire Williams for the Grizz. That's what we did. Me, Big Griff. I did that, right? And check this out. I got the protected 22 first round draft pick from the Lakers as a part of a three team deal, right? Where Memphis got Jared Butler, right? All right. Riverside I, I sent them, Steve. I got Jonas Valentunas, right? I got Jonas Valentunas. 
You know what I also did? If you want to talk this, uh, what did Griff do shit to, to, to get an extension? Let me tell you what I did, pal. I drafted a guy. His name is Lil Kenny the Third. That was me. In that deal, I got you that player. You talk about a guy who's not even known for being an athlete in the slam dunk contest. I brought y'all that. Y'all bum asses should thank me. I'm the guy who got you the guy who's going to be competing and winning future three-point contests. This guy, he, he, he gave himself an egregious nickname, so I'm not going to. I'm not going to go there. Can't do that. Uh, but what I will say is you got a guy who's a, who's, whose future is brighter than most third best players on a team in the NBA. He's, he's 22 years old, I believe. Yep. He, he, you, he, the guy I drafted, do you know his range? You know, when he walks into the parking lot and he parks his car, that's, that's, that's where you got to guard him from. Cause he can make it from there. This, 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 this is what I did. So you asking me if I deserve an extension? Who the who, who, who y'all think I am? All right. Can I, can I talk about another one of your trades, if you don't mind? I before you say that. No, 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 no. It's my turn. My turn. Go ahead. I got rid of you Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> you got the number one pick or the number four pick. The entire world knows you're drafting Zion Williamson. You could just take DeAndre Hunter, who we saw at the Venetian. Shout out, Venetian. Shout out, Yardbird. You could have just taken DeAndre Hunter at four. Instead, you decide to trade back. Yeah. You get the seventh pick. Oh, I'm messing it up now. Damn it. You get the seventh and tenth pick. You take Jackson Hayes. And then you take Nikhil Alexander Walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt. Why when you, why, why didn't you just take DeAndre Hunter? Or 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 not be a pansy and trade up and go get John Morant. This guy I think I am. Uh well, Justin, you know, I, I'll answer your questions. Because I have nothing to hide. Okay. I tried to trade up and pair Zion and Jaw together. And if you trying trying has the intention of failing, sir. Justin, let me tell you something about failure. I know nothing about failure. Secondly, secondly, the thing is, in order to make a trade, I gotta have people willing to trade with me. It's a, it's not a one-sided affair. Memphis has to want to give up that pick that they know I'm gonna pair with my one. Why would they do that? I don't know why, but I tried. And also, who who was I gonna trade? Who was I gonna trade for for the pick on the team? Who, why who, didn't you just take DeAndre Hunter at four? Who, who else was to give up to get that pick, Justin? Why didn't you just take DeAndre Hunter at four? Because you know what? That madly in love with Jackson Hayes, who I'll had tell been you playing why. basketball for two years. You know why years. I drafted Jack- Jackson Hayes, Justin? You know why? Because players fuck up too. Sometimes, you know, sometimes when I'm I'm sitting in my condo and I'm drinking wine. And, and I start thinking about the future of this franchise. I get excited and I, and I like to take on projects, right? And, and, I, and I saw this project out of Texas. He was six foot 10. He could run the floor like a gazelle. He was a weak side shop, side blocker. And I said, damn, man, you know what? If I pair him with this generational talent and I pair him with this NBA All-Star and Brandon Ingram 
and, and we give him some time and, and he learns the game and, and, and we get to a point where, you know, man, this kid probably could be, you know, a, a premier shot block in the NBA. He could be a guy who could who could screen and roll and, and, and get you get you 10, you know, 10 and 15 a game. Right. And you know what happened, Justin? I didn't have enough in my toolkit for this project. Mm. Mm. Well, I, Mr. Griffin, there's there's good news though, because two years later, I'm sorry, we didn't we didn't finish out Nikhil. Tra- no, no, I'm not worried about no, whatever. I'm back to the Trey Murphy thing. You did a great job. You traded for Trey Murphy. You get Jonas Valanciunas. It's me. You know who you also get, Lito? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm no, sorry. That's cool. It's, yeah, uh, Mr. It, it, yeah. Mr. Griffin, I'm sorry. You know who you also get? <laughs> I know. Herb Jones. <laughs> Damn right. And Jose Alvarado. Yeah, say his name. Herbert yeah. Keyshawn Jones. That's right. And Jose Alvarado. So your 2021 draft class netted you basically two starters and a key contributor off the bench. Justin, if you ever see me, David Griffin, mm-hmm. in a fight with a grizzly bear, help the bear. Help him. Okay. You done tooting your own horn? I I got, mean, I got... What's the question? Go ahead. Well, you 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 crushed it, Mr. Griffin. But then <laughs> it's me. It's the 13th pick, yeah. overall pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the New Orleans Pelicans select Kyra Lewis, Alabama, <sighs> when you had Tyrese Halliburton, a pick before, and you could have traded up one spot. Why didn't you trade up one spot and take Tyrese Halliburton? So listen, I know, I know. Listening to I, listen, okay. So, so, all right. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about, let's it. Talk about it. That's fine. Kyra Lewis was probably the best player in the SEC mm-hmm. that year. He probably was the best player in the SEC. I can't say Tyrese Halliburton was the best player in his conference. I can't say uh, I can't say Maxi was the best player in his. Maxi might have not been the best player on his team. Okay, but he he, he might not have been the best player on his team. Kyra so- Lewis was six foot four. He's a lightning quick guard that probably wins a three nine in a forty. Right, he in college he had a decent, he had a decent. Um, he also had a decent shot. Right, he he was he was um, he he was he had first round. Go ahead, Mister Griffin. I don't mean to cut you off, but were you thinking about about taking Kyra Lewis to take Lonzo Ball spot, or did you think it was going to be a backcourt of Na and Kyra? So, so check this out. Uh, check this out, Justin. I, 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 David Jerome Griffith. I hold on. Let me before I answer your question. Let me just say this: Kyra Lewis Jr. He he averaged sixteen points a game in college. He had four assists. He shot the three at thirty six percent. He had effective field goal percentage of fifty one percent. How is that a bad pick? It's an undersized guard, coach. 
I mean, so you telling me you telling me you telling me small guards. You just told me Jose Alvarado was was a steal, but now this size guards don't work. What's, is it Uchi Wally Wally or is it one Mike? What what, what is it? How did, how did the show become this? <laughs> I, really, I'm so, I'm so, I was so thrown off by the Zion thing. You're crushing me, by the way. Um, Edible kick, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, what do you... All right, back to Lido. You just went through yeah. all that stuff. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. One more, one more oh, positive. Oh, you think you got me? Go ahead. Wait, one more positive, though. Oh. Yeah, let's talk about this. I mean, it was yeah. a big swing. CJ McCollum. <laughs> Josh Hart, Sadoransky, Nikhil Alexander Walker, Didi Luzada. It's me. 2022 first round pick, it's two me. second round picks, and you get CJ, Larry Nance, and Tony Snell. Another good trade. You sound shocked. <laughs> it's me. It's what I do. So Lito. Yeah. Yeah. Did he deserve the did he deserve the contract extension? I I, I listen. At the end of the day, I don't, I don't see why not. I don't, I don't see why not. I, I, I think, I think that you know, it's, he, he probably gonna get a lot of pushback about it. You know, people have expectations, but the main thing is this, right? The main thing is this. You could call it however you want to see it, however you want to. How I see it is, if you look at how things played out, Griff put together a roster with the best team in the NBA, in the Western Conference for. A week, but he put this. I like that narrative. A lot of people don't like that narrative. The narrative is this: Griff cannot lace him up and play for one in fourteen. Griff had a tumultuous relationship with Zion. Um, I'm still speaking from Griff, by the way. Griff had a tumultuous relationship. You're fantastic, by the way. Absolutely fantastic. (laughs) Just, just how I imagined he would talk on the show. I was about to get into my used car salesman bag. It was gonna be crazy. Like I was gonna say, I was gonna start saying things like preposterously, and like I was just gonna like bring up the Griff, the mm. Griff lingo. I, I was gonna, so. yeah. But 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 let me say, let me say, wait, what the fuck was I talking about? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was saying something. I was saying you're talking about. Um... Oh, I want to say this: CJ McCollum. Right? Yeah, the CJ McCollum trade. CJ McCollum, right? You talk about a guy. I brought you guys a guy who is a career 20-point game scorer as a small guard in the NBA. Right? He he's a he's a career 20 per game player. I brought you guys a guy in eight seasons, I think, in the NBA, eight or nine seasons in the NBA, that has never missed a playoff. I brought you guys a guy. I brought Damn. you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, I brought you guys a guy who not only has a winning pedigree, right? I mean, we saw what he did to Duke. Shout out to Five. We saw what he did to Duke. He sent the Ooh, boys home. Yeah. That's, that's dirty right there. Hey, you know oh. what I'm saying? It's, it's all love. He, he had Larry June, you know what I'm saying? But listen, I brought you guys a guy. I brought you guys a guy who's never made the playoffs. I brought you guys a guy who is, who is may have not won an NBA championship, but a lot of people who are great have not. I brought you guys a guy who has a winning pedigree, right? He he sent Duke home. You saw what he did to Denver in, in game seven of the Western Conference Finals. Uh, excuse me, not the finals, but in game seven of the Western Conference I can't semis. semis. Yeah, that'll be kicking. And, and, and this is what happened. He sent them boys home. 
he 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 literally took the game over. You gotta you gotta kill it. Like you got a guy CJ who like who can make him dance. He's a dance instructor. You also got I I, I think people underestimate CJ's grit. Do you remember that game when um I, mean, I forgot who they were playing, but CJ was killing, he was killing dude, and the guy fouled CJ like super hard, and he gets a flagrant. I don't know if he got a flagrant actually, but he fought him super hard. And CJ was like, got up. He got, he was talking shit to him. And then he like blew him a kiss. Yo, like, that's my image of CJ McCollum. So, like, when people be like, you know, like, we are a nice team. We, no, dog, dog, CJ a killer. Like, he he is a killer. He's he's a guy who will fucking, like, he'll kill you. He don't play that. Like, he not, I know you hear him speak and you think he's, and he does. He speaks so eloquently. But, like, on the court, dog, he, it, it's a switch. Like, you can see it, and I, I put that in the locker room. Is what I'm saying. I put that in the locker room for the young guys. Wow. All right. Feel like you can run through a wall. No, nah, you, you've, you've no like no lie. You've actually changed my thought. I, I didn't say that we should have fired Griff, but the contract. I thought this would be a make or break year, right? Like if you saw, if you saw progress, all right, contract extension. But I listened to Christian Clark and Adam today from the wing. They make good points, and then you just fucking crush that. And so I'm thinking, does you got to have your best guys on the court. And that hasn't been a thing. Um, he's traded well. Free agency, meh. He's drafted. I mean, the draft is such a crapshoot, but Jesus. Trey, Herb, Jose. Dyson looking decent. Sion, obviously. So listen. And one more. Jordan Hawkins. Wish we hadn't played a game. Mm-hmm. But I think you kind of changed my mind. The one thing we haven't talked about, though, Lito, is the hiring and firing Aaron Nelson. Listen, Justin, this, this is Griff again. Do you do you want? Um, oh, do whatever you want. Dealer's choice. I'm gonna go as Griff. So listen, Justin, again, players fuck up too. They fuck up a lot. But check this out: what what a player does, he writes his wrongs. Before I get into Aaron Nelson, let me say this. Any mistake I feel like I ever made, I came back and I corrected it. And and I and I didn't let it linger. I corrected it immediately. Like the following season immediately. So what I'm saying is, I don't let shit slide. I don't think nothing's sweet. So to answer your question. Wait, what was your question? <laughs> <laughs> The hiring and firing of Aaron Nelson. All right. All right. Yeah, yo, yeah. We do this for y'all, guys. Fucking late. So listen, peep this. I'm still speaking from Griff. Peep this. Aaron Nelson, the firing of it. Before before there's an end, there's a beginning. So let me bring you back to the beginning, right? What I did was, in the name of Aaron Nelson, who – may go down as maybe the greatest NBA trainer of all time, right? Hall of Fame NBA trainer. What I did was I I yanked that man away from his long-term job in Phoenix where he had lived his life. He got Steve Nash MVPs. He brought Grant Hill back. He brought Penny back. He brought Shaq's career back. You know what I'm saying? I kept Amari on the court for as long as I could. You know what Amari fell? Well, Mario left Phoenix and he went to New York, his body broke down, right? I kept that man together. I kept that man together. I gave you Karan Butler's of the world. You know what I'm saying? I hit you with 
Leandro Barbosa. I kept him on the court. Um, shit, I'm the one who had Boris Diaw in shape. Picture that. Boris Diaw was never in shape, never in great physical shape after he left me. Boris Diaw was point forward before there was a, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, uh, actually, it was a thing when he was in the NBA, but I, what I'm saying is, now I'm speaking, now I'm speaking from this, right? Now, what I'm uh, not, what I'm saying is, that's what I gave, that's what I did to the NBA. Now I'm speaking as Griffin King. So what I did was I stole that man from Phoenix, and I brought him here. And when I brought him here, you know what Aaron Nelson did? This is me, Aaron Nelson again. No. This is a shit show. I don't like none of this. No, throw that shit away. No, no, get him out of here. I don't want. I'm Griffin King, right? So when Aaron decided he wanted to make those changes, you know what I did? I went to, I went to, I went to the Queen Pen. I went, I went to I went to see that lady and, and and I said, look, man, you gotta open your pocketbook up. We need your purse. We need that. You gotta this open is, it up. Uh, Griffin, this, sorry, is this is Griffin. This I'm sorry, this is Griffin talking about Spencer. Okay, yes. I'm sorry. Look, yeah. yeah. You say, can you repeat what you just said there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, man, you gotta open that pocketbook. We need we need that bread. We need you to spend them ends. You know what I'm saying? I know you're sitting on something. You know what I'm saying? Give let me let me let me hold a coin purse, the coin purse, right? And I need to get all this fixed because we not we're not a real NBA team right now. So what I'm saying, so I yeah yeah I fired Nelson, but we go get into that. I fired him though, but before I did, I broke. We rose this shit up from the dead. Okay. Right now, here's the thing. You got one. It's a ch- life is a chessboard, right? It's a chessboard. You got one and fourteen who are technically the king and the queen. You got Aaron Nelson, who should be a knight, but he's probably, in this case, a pawn. So, 1 in 14 come to me and they say, hey, we don't like, we don't, we don't, we don't, we don't really like Aaron Nelson. We, 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 don't, we don't like him. Like, we, we, I got I to gotta get a second opinion. I, I don't trust his methods. I, I, I can't, I can't, not only that, I mean, you know, I may not even show up to the physical therapy session. I may not even come. Griff, Aaron Nelson, my man. I brought him from Phoenix. We went to college together. If you feel like firing Aaron Nelson was an easy thing for me, then you you out of your mind. But as the president of this organization, I got to do what my star players want. You should really be saluting me for firing my man. That's my guy for 30 plus years. You, you should salute me for knowing him. For, and I did my job correctly. I fired him, which is probably, you know, we'll see how it works out. But my superstars wanted that. So AKA, meet Griff again, right my wrongs. But can I ask Lito one final question for yes, you? Yes, you can. Let me get him. How many times can you be wrong? Because how big, how big, I give you, what's that? How big are the wrongs? Are the wrongs monumental or are they like, <laughs> like little white wrongs? Has he made a, I, I think the only monumental mistake he's made is with the Zion relationship. There's clearly, it's clearly fractured. I don't know if it's back or whatever, but there has I, been I, a monumental I, I, mistake, but I there's disagree. been mistakes. I think the biggest mistake, I think the biggest mistake was to me was the Lonzo trade. I think he, I think he, oh, he smoked that one. I, I think he poorly, poorly managed that. Oh, because Lonzo had all the 
Like he's like, I'm going to Chicago. Like, damn. Like he cool. told, like he told, um, yeah, like he told Elvin Gentry, I gave you the keys to the, the, the I gave you the answers to the test. Like Lonzo gave him the answers to the test, and all he brought back was Garrett Temple. And Remember how bad Saturday was? Holy, so not even an NBA player. Um, I I got I got to take some time out of this show and just congratulate you. That was an impressive performance. <laughs> you you were you were Nelson, you were Griffin. That was impressive. That Thank was truly you. impressive. Thank you. Man. Um, Thank you. like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts on the Zion interview. Love to hear your thoughts on if Griff should have stayed, should have go, should have just not done anything. Wow. Always last stuff. Who we put him on? I don't know. Um, I don't know who we put him on. We put him on like six something. I think we'll have a recap for you. I I I wanna say I wanna say one thing before we get out of here. Uh I think that you know the the the, the pairing of 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 team that I've put together, you know, is a smattering of love and we should be so gracious and great to know that we love each other and we can love each other. And I want to say that nothing shall separate this group of great men in my locker room. Nothing that God brought together, no man can take apart. So therefore, by way of David Griffin signing off. Chris Connor's going to lose his mind. See I know. You later. <laughs> oh, my God.